0: You want more from WCBM.com. Baltimore is listening.
1: The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM.
0: King Classic Live starts now Woo! on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Hartford County.
2: All right, good morning. Happy Thursday your day is getting started off right. I have noticed it's not as cold as it was the past few days. So, you know, I take that with stride. I just, <laughs> it could be worse is what I tell myself as I walked out the door this morning. It could be worse. We've got a lot to talk about today on the show. And so I hope uh, you're all geared up because it is it's jam packed, but we're going to fit everything in because, you know, everything is equally important. In uh, the 11 o'clock hour, we do have two guests. Uh, Patriot Barbie, if you were uh, listening in on the morning drive as I was talking to uh, Sean Casey, Patriot Barbie, she dressed up as a cat at a school board meeting. And we do have the audio for you. Uh, but I thought it was uh, well done. And I actually posted her video with some commentary on uh, both my, my Twitter, well, I guess it's X now page, and Instagram and also Facebook as well. And I, I thought it was spot on. She dressed up as a cat to basically show those at the school board like, look, and and just because a male teacher dresses up as a female teacher doesn't mean that these students have to play this game and uh, change the pronouns based on the day of the week. And so apparently there is a teacher uh, within her school district uh, that I guess her kids even engage with that decided to dress as a female sometimes. Not even every day. So it's it's very confusing. But Patriot Barbie, she'll be here at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock. Uh, we also have Delegate Nino Uh He is introducing legislation and he is uh, telling everybody about it. Uh, and so I'll let him explain that to you. But I do want to start out in Baltimore County. All right. Baltimore County schools, we know that there's been some issues, right? I think, what was it, two weeks ago, we found out about the uh, Parkville High School teacher that was smoking an un- known substance with uh, some high school students. That actually happened about a year ago, but the uh, video has just surfaced. And so Chris Papps at Project Baltimore broke that story. Uh, And of course, even just last year, as we were speaking to Darren Medeo and so many others at the Student Parent Coalition about all the fights that were taking place at many of the Baltimore County schools. And I will say, as a Baltimore County resident, uh, Baltimore County has changed significantly In the past, I would say maybe six to seven years. It's not the county that I once knew, for sure. I did not move into the county with open-air drug markets. The crime and violence was down. I know Johnny Oshesky, uh, your favorite Baltimore County executive, he compared uh, numbers as far as homicides, non-fatal shootings, and even crimes and even rape cases. He compared his numbers from this year to last year. And I just wish he would have compared the numbers from this year to before when he took uh, office in 2018. Because the numbers in 2017 uh, were completely different. And uh, things have doubled, basically, under his leadership. And, of course, we also don't have any plastic bags. And, you know, going to Target, what was that, maybe a week ago, (laughs) I thought there was going to be an incident uh, in the Target in Nottingham, just so you know. Uh, My daughter and I, we were there. And uh, we get up to the, you know, the self-checkout registers. And we get up there, and I was like, ah, oh, Livy, I forgot my bags in the car. I said, but you know what? We don't have a lot of stuff. We'll just use a paper bag. So we get up there, and the woman that, you know, helps everybody out in that section as uh, they're trying to check out for themselves, uh, we get up there, and I noticed there weren't any paper bags. And so I asked. I turned around. I said, oh, you know, do, do you have any paper bags? We just need one over here. And she said, actually, none of them came in. And so we're the, the, there's been a delay on the delivery paper bags and she said and she made a point to say this never happened with our plastic bags <laughs> but you know you got supply chain issues on top of this and of course biodynamics and so that target was out of paper bags altogether and there was a gentleman that pulled up like his cart up right beside my register where i was checking out and he had an entire cart full of stuff and so he then asked the woman you know can i have some paper bags over here at this register and when she told him that there weren't any paper bags in the store, he flipped out. He said, "You gotta be kidding me. you gotta be kidding me." And um, I just kind of looked at Olivia, Of course, you know, when you have your kid, you're not gonna get involved in stuff like that. But I just looked at Olivia and she looked at me because she knows very well that this is a a policy pushed by the Baltimore County executive, because I talked to her about stuff like this. And it's truly an inconvenience to all. And uh, the fact that even county council were pretty much on board with it is just, you know, very pathetic and very ridiculous. And I have to point out, as we heard, uh, because of the storm, it sounds as though there's some uh, sewage uh, issues in Baltimore City that got into the waterways. And so here's the thing. They can try to prevent uh, you know, whether it's uh, you know pollution here, pollution there, they can try to prevent it. But at the end of the day, most of this is about control. Most of this is about inconvenience to other people. And most of this is, you know, basically like I can do it because I can do it. There's no reason. I still see no reason that we had to do away with plastic bags completely, uh, you know, and just throwing it in uh, cold turkey. I, I I just I don't see it. I don't see it. Shout out to all the stores that have not stopped using plastic bags. I'm not going to name them because, of course, I'm not going to snitch on them. But, you know, shout out to you, really, because this is, it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get some of these people out of office. That's, that's the hope here. Now, back to Baltimore County schools. There's currently an investigation. And if you live in Baltimore County, you probably got a notification, whether it's via text message or you got it online and social media. Well, Pikesville High School has made it into the news. And this is a very interesting investigation that is currently happening, okay? Uh, apparently, apparently, there's an investigation into the Pikesville High School principal. And when I first came upon this story, it is because I followed this page on Instagram called Murder Inc. And on this Instagram page, they had this audio clip of this principal Well, we're allegedly this principal speaking to uh, someone by the name of Kathy. That's what you heard in the the clip. And they were saying allegedly and again, I'm not sure what's happening here. But allegedly, if you hear uh, this principal was really ranting and raving and being extremely, to be honest with you, racist. And so now there's a full investigation. I do want you to take a listen to Channel 11 news. I believe it was Kyrie Stewart that was breaking it down. Take a listen.
3: Both parents and students told me that they're just shocked and disturbed by the audio. And now that there's an investigation underway, they're waiting to see what happens next
4: it was a very very sad thing to wake up to this morning
3: hearing it from my friend first thing in the morning was actually very shocking to me several parents and students at pikesville high school said that they're shocked to hear a recording that's been circulating on social media allegedly made by the school's principal we're not going to air the recording for legal reasons and because it may be offensive to some people but in it The person is heard making offensive and inappropriate comments about black students and test scores, the Pikesville Jewish community, and members of the high school staff. Parents said the recording is jarring.
4: I as a parent am horrified and as a rabbi I'm quite disturbed and I'm really hoping that it's not true.
3: It's hard to pay
5: attention in class because like
3: everybody was talking about it, you know, it was just hard to be focused. Baltimore County Public Schools Superintendent issued a statement saying that it is investigating and will not tolerate any disparaging remarks about any member of the school community. It went on to say, quote, These statements are deeply disturbing and do not reflect the core values of our school system. Although BCPS cannot confirm the veracity of this recording at this time, we are taking this matter seriously and have launched an investigation. Once we have determined the facts, we will swiftly address this incident. And County Executive Johnny O's office issued a statement as well saying, quote, hate discrimination and prejudice have no place in our community, especially in our schools. The statements being circulated are abhorrent And my administration is providing our full support to BCPS as they conduct a thorough investigation. Following the conclusion of this investigation, I know swift action will be taken to hold those involved accountable. Now, I did reach out to the principal, the assistant principals, and I also reached out to Case, which represents school administrators. And so far, I have not yet heard back. Kyrie Stewart, TV 11 News.
2: All right. Now, they didn't play the audio clip there because they said it was quite offensive. But... You know, I have the audio clip. <laughs> I have the audio clip for you. So don't worry if you haven't heard it. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about offensive here. Because we're, we're getting down to the facts, right? We're, we're getting down to what exactly transpired. Because, and this is why it's so important, this investigation is actually a bit different than most. Because now the, uh, the teachers union, I, I believe it's the president of the union over there uh, in Baltimore County Schools, that believes that this, this audio clip might not actually be real. And so this was also noted in the Baltimore banner. And so they're, they're doing an investigation to see if the Pikesville High School uh, principal actually said what you're going to hear in a second. But now some people are, are wondering if it is actually AI and that somebody made it to frame the principal. I, I can't tell you what's true. Obviously, we have to wait for the investigation. But this is very interesting, and you know what? And I thought about this before when we—I don't know if you guys have been watching AI and all the developments, but it's—it's it's quickly, uh, you know, gaining a lot of traction. And I've even heard some music by uh, AI. And what somebody did, and I—you know—it was posted on Instagram maybe about a year ago. Somebody used AI to make a song using Snoop Dogg's voice. And Snoop Dogg had to make a statement saying that that was not his song and he did not record such a thing. And the person that made it had to come clean and said, yes, I did it. I used AI. So it is very plausible that somebody actually made or created this recording. And so that's why the investigation is a bit bizarre. Take a listen to this.
6: I'm the principal here, me and only me, you know. I I seriously don't understand why I have to constantly put up with these dumbasses here every day. Between these ungrateful black kids who can't test their way out of a paper bag, or these teachers who don't get it, how hard is it to get these students to meet their grade level expectations? Lawrence and Ravenel should have never been hired. And don't let me get started on DJ. I'm going to drag his black ass out of here one way or another. I'm going to get something to stick. I'm just so sick of the inadequacies of these people. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm going to join the other side. Kathy, I'm done.
2: All right. And so that is allegedly the principal at Pikesville High School. But again, if you heard there, there's a lot of glitching, right? And I thought to myself, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, were they just cutting up the the, uh, audio clip just to, you know, show people... You know, because who knows this conversation could have gone on for 30 minutes and perhaps somebody said, you know what, I'm just going to cut the clip in certain areas so people could just see some of the outrageous things that he said, you know, that could have been the case. But when he's speaking, allegedly, it's glitching when he's speaking as well. So this is an interesting investigation. Of course, we're, we're going to wait and see what happens. Uh, like I said, the Baltimore banner is saying that they believe, uh, you know, the investigation will be important. I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. This is not my wheelhouse. I can't tell you what's AI and what's not. I get fooled, I think, by AI all the time, even on Instagram, like some of the pictures. You know, some some of these pictures nowadays, it looks just like say there's an AI picture of Kim Kardashian. They make it look just like Kim Kardashian. You would think that it was actually a photo of her, and then usually she'll post it in her uh, she'll post it in her Instagram stories, and uh, she'll show that uh, she'll say, "Look, that's not me at all. I don't know who made this picture of me." So we'll continue to see what happens. Now, if you heard there, Baltimore County Executive Johnny Oshesky uh, he quickly made a statement saying, we will not tolerate hate. Da, 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 da. You know what's so interesting about him. whenever there is a teenager that is shot in Baltimore County, whenever there is something that happens in Baltimore County that involves uh, you know crime, violence, what have you, he doesn't jump up and and make a post on social media or get in front of the the podium and talk about it in a press conference. He doesn't do any of that. So so he only does it if you've noticed when there is a police involved shooting, right? Or it has to do with race. Do you notice that? That's what you hear from the county executive. He's had teenagers shot within Baltimore County both last year. And I believe, gosh, there was one that was right on the line there that happened in the beginning of the year. and And nothing. He says nothing. But as soon as somebody mentions race, he's all about it. Thought that was interesting. So we'll wait and see what the investigation uh shows us from this. Obviously, if it is real, hopefully we'll see some people that are uh, let go immediately. I would think that this principal would resign. The fact that I've you know, this came out yesterday afternoon. As far as I know, the Pikesville High School principal has not resigned as of yet. There is no resignation uh letter put in. But yeah, so it's it's an interesting it's an interesting one. We'll continue to watch it. Uh, if you want to weigh in on this, you can, of course, 410-WCBM-680, 410 I thought it was also funny because there were, uh, there were a couple comments on social media saying, well, the guy wasn't really wrong. <laughs> they said, if this is really the principal, I mean, the test scores are really terrible and there are a lot of ungrateful students. <laughs> you know, I just thought it was interesting because he said he was tired of, uh, I guess, the Jewish parents complaining. And he said something about joining the other side. What does that even mean? You know what I mean? What does that even mean? Again, and like I said, it's this alle- this alleged at this point. We have no idea if it's real. They are going to investigate it. But I thought that was an interesting comment to make. Because what does that mean? Who says that? Ugh. Yeah, lots of questions here. All right, I got more questions. And uh, I want to get into the fact that Mayor Brandon Scott has, in fact, raised more money The mayoral candidate, Sheila Dixon. And as uh, Sean Casey pointed out, there's a lot of developers, uh, a lot of those that actually, I'm sure, want to do much business in the city. But can you believe that Mayor Scott's actually being supported in some way, considering what the city looks like currently? We'll discuss when we get back. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC
1: Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This
5: non-surgical approach is definitely the future.
7: I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC
3: Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics,
5: 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. 410-989-PAIN. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing full-arch Teeth Express Teeth-in-a-Day implant treatment helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile.
1: Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg has family-owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local.
8: The Rob Carson Show. And a bunch of spoiled, snot-nosed radicals. The progeny of the class of 1968 have done the very level best to make you feel crappy about living in America. This year is going to be an earthquake and a positive one for freedom and patriotism because we live in a really cruel world. And most of the world wants to kill you and your family and take your property.
0: Weekdays, noon to 3 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM.
2: High school, high school principal. Again, we'll continue to wait for the investigation, but you most likely heard, especially if you're in Baltimore County, uh, there was a really disgusting uh, audio clip that has been circulating on social media. We did just play it here a second ago, and I uh, got a text here It says, Morning Kim, what did you think if the principal didn't say what was said, he would have denied it by now? Doug, that, you know, Doug that's also, uh, also ill my mind as well. I don't know if maybe his lawyers told him just to not say a word. I don't know. You know how lawyers are, right? As as soon as they jump on a case, they don't want you to speak at all because who knows what's, what they're trying to, to do and who knows how they're going to try to handle it. But you would think so, Doug. You would think that he would deny it. So you know what? It's the same thing I said about uh, Claudine Gay at Harvard. Remember? Everybody was like, oh, you know, you don't know if she actually stole any of that work. You don't know if she plagiarized. And I said, well, the the first sign was the fact that she never said that she didn't. (laughs) That was my first sign. I was like, wait a minute. You got all these people coming to her defense. Not once did she say that she did not steal anybody's work. Not once did she say that it was not plagiarized. And that was her own findings and research. (laughs) That was that was the clear sign that she did it to me. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And then, of course, she resigned after that. I wanted to mention uh, Mayor Scott. And you can find this uh, in a Baltimore banner if you wish to take a look at it. Uh, He holds a cash advantage over former mayor Sheila Dixon. And uh, the super PAC adds $200,000 as well. Now, Mayor Scott, probably one of the most arrogant, tone-deaf, non-transparent mayor that I've seen in quite some time. And here's a guy, like I said... You know, there's no transparency here. He, he barely wants to speak to reporters. He yells and screams at them when he, he's asked a tough question. He seems very much childlike to me. And I was talking to a friend I, and I asked uh, my friend about it. I was like, why does he seem like a kid? And why does he do so well when he's around kids? If you ever notice, like when he goes to open a rec center or he does an event at like a high school, he fits right in. He fits right in. He's like a child. And so you've got all these developers that are are happy to donate to him because, of course, they want, you know, uh, hopefully a piece of the pie. And and this is a guy that I'm sure is promising them the world because he wants to be reelected. Now, the latest batch of Baltimore City campaign finance reports trickled in uh, just yesterday, and it did provide some insight into Spring's uh, Democratic mayoral primary. Uh, Mayor Brandon Scott is sitting on eight hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. And this is according to the preliminary report uh, uploaded to uh, Maryland's campaign finance reporting system. He raised $682,000 in 2023. Now, Sheila Dixon has raised $523,000 in 2023. Uh, which is a healthy jump from her reporting this time last year, which only showed five thousand uh, dollars cash on hand. So now she has about three hundred seventy thousand dollars on hand, uh, which is less than half than Mayor Scott. And then you have businessman Bob Wallace reporting two hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars. More than two hundred thousand of that sum comes from a self loan. Because remember, Bob Bob Wallace is a a successful businessman. So he's able to put a lot of money into his campaign, similar to uh, David Trone uh, running for the Senate seat in Maryland. So this is interesting. I mean, I don't know where everybody stands on this. Of course, I was hoping that uh, somebody else would throw their their hat in the ring for the mayoral race. You do have about 10 candidates that are currently in it. Uh, but as many people know, you know, money talks. So you, you got to raise the money to be competitive. Uh, so, of course, it's still fairly early on. But Mayor Brandon Scott having the money, being an incumbent and, you know, touting that, you know, that violence is down by 20 percent, at least homicides. You know, it's it's getting a little uh, nerve wracking here <laughs> kind of watching this. So I don't know what Sheila Nixon will do to step it up. I don't know what the other candidates will do to step it up. Uh, but this is fundraising season, right? It's after the holidays. Now's the time. They've got the numbers. They know what they've got to beat. And we'll also see if somebody else throws their hat in the ring. Remember, through Vigaraja does have an exploratory committee out now. So we'll see if he decides to jump in the race as well, because he's, he, you know, he's a heavy hitter. He raises a lot of money as well. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, some of the crime and violence here in the city. Councilman Antonio Glover is speaking out about the homicides in his district. They're up.
8: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. U.S. military launching another missile barrage against Iran-backed rebels based in Yemen. Didn't take long for Pakistan to retaliate for Iran's attacks on targets inside of Pakistan, the Pakistani Air Force bombing what are said to be terrorist hideouts in Iran. A couple of Republican lawmakers think that New Mexico's Democrat governor is ripe for impeachment, running afoul of the Second Amendment. Stretching from the Midwest to the Northeast, forecasters warn that more wintry weather could make travel challenging over the next couple of days. Boston, New York, and Washington, D.C., among the major East Coast cities, could be in for measurable snowfall before the end of the week. Israel's president says that normalizing ties between Israel and Saudi Arabia is one key element for ending the war with Hamas in the Gaza Strip. More details at usrnnews.com.
1: Real Estate Keep it or cash it in. Thinking about selling or listing your property? Don't do it until you look at all your options. There are faster ways to a cash settlement without waiting for months for an offer. Don't lose thousands of dollars in commissions. Talk to Charles Parrish to get a no commission offer on your property. Let Charles show you how you can sell fast and pay no fees. If you have property, city or county, land or commercial, call 866-474-7000 and talk to Charles for a cash proposal. For over 40 years, Charlie has been offering no commission, no settlement cost transactions to property owners. Charles Parrish is licensed and bonded, a local family business. Don't list. Don't wait for an offer. There is a faster way. Call Charles Parish at 866-474-7000 or visit charlesparish.com. That's charlesparish.com. That's Parish with two R's. Another round of snow on the way. A winter weather advisory tomorrow morning through early Saturday. Today we're cloudy, dry, it's cold, 38 snow starting to show up late tonight tomorrow snow off and on one to three inches of accumulation. That'll make for some slippery roads tomorrow. 34 Saturday, sunny and dry. Very cold though. Only 28 Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for talk radio 680 wcbm
3: can't wait weeks for your tax refund then don't at jackson hewitt get money today if you're approved for a no fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card book today at jacksonhewitt.com no fee refund advance offered to eligible clients
4: application required loans by republic bank details at jacksonhewitt.com hey it's bruce elliott tim kyle electric is thrilled to announce tim kyle electric is now tim kyle electric heating and cooling they've expanded their expertise to hvac services Now, for years, they have been a trusted name in the electrical industry, serving residential and commercial clients with excellence and dedication. Now, they're proud to bring their wealth of experience and exceptional service to homes that are looking for HVAC services. As the seasons change, it's more important than ever to ensure your home is equipped with reliable heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems. And with Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling, They're here to cater to your needs, ensuring comfort and peace of mind for you and your family. The cold weather is here, so call Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling for all your electrical and HVAC solutions. Call 410-876-9404, 410-876-9404, or at timkylecompany.com. 410-876-9404 410-876-9404 or timkylecompany.com Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling.
0: Hey Sean Hannity here do you want a retirement advisor that you know you can trust? Would you like an advisor who will look at your whole picture, your social security, your retirement savings IRAs, 401ks and your pension with a retirement income plan for life? Well that's why you need to talk with my guy Rod Berowie and Safe Retirement Solutions. They now have offices in Annapolis and Towson. Call Rod and make him your Your guy, 410-266-1120, 410-266-1120. Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you. The New York Times calls BritBox the best of British telly. Extreme brilliant series you can only find on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Listen every Sunday from 6.05 to 6.20 a.m. for a broadcast from the internationally known St. Jude Shrine in Baltimore. St. Jude is the patron saint of despair and hopeless cases. Sunday mornings from 6.05 to 6.20 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers, and advertisers of WCBM, but they should be.
2: We did talk about the Baltimore County public school principal over at Pikesville High School. And uh, we'll see what the investigation leads to. And if you're just joining us, uh, there is an audio clip that is circulating uh, with the principal making, uh, allegedly the principal making uh, some very racist comments. I do have a text here from Craig in Hartford County. He says, Kim, I believe he likely said this in confidence with Kathy Elbert, who who is his vice principal. Uh, but will she come out and admit she recorded the private conversation? Can you imagine the relationship they will have moving forward? If he, for, if he was able to remain there, uh, I surmise he wasn't a good leader if she felt it necessary to record his conversation. Or she's just a snake. Well, you know, there was a lot that was said there in that conversation. And I would assume that if she, in fact, recorded him, it's because it's not the first time. He made comments like that. And so uh, I thought the, the one comment that was made there, allegedly, again, they're still going to investigate this, but it sounded like he wanted to set up a staffer to get them fired, right? He said something will hopefully stick. Uh, you know, what does that mean exactly? And has something like that been done in the past, right? So I'm sure there's going to be a full-blown investigation here. Uh, was it possibly the vice principal that recorded him? You know, that's a possibility. And, you know, I'm interested to know what does she say in response to some of the comments that he made? Right. I mean, <laughs> did she just sit there and record? I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I really don't know. So, again, we'll wait that for that investigation to play out. And then I'm sure we'll uh, come back to that story when the investigation concludes. I did want to talk about the Western District. OK, Councilman Antonio Glover is in the Western District, Thir- District 13, to be exact, uh, which is kind of like the Greenmount area. Uh, just to let you know in case you're familiar. And, of course, there's a lot of homicides, a lot of non-fatal shootings, crime and violence in general in District 13 all of the time. Now, when you hear Mayor Scott and uh, others, right, even those with uh, Monzi, or you hear from Commissioner Worley, they'll say that crime and violence in the city is down. Uh, But as Doc Cheetah pointed out, and many people in the Western District, crime and violence is not down on the west side where they implemented Safe Streets, it's actually up. And so not too far from the Safe Streets location, uh, Belair Edison, which is in District 13, not too far from that location, uh, there was a teenager shot in the face. Now, that location has been closed since October because of the uh, raid uh, that occurred or that was conducted, I can say, uh, by the FBI. Now, not only did they raid that location, there were raids of homes of some of the supervisors that actually uh, worked in safe streets and uh, at that specific location. So there was a lot going on, basically, in the Western District. And it was interesting to hear Mayor Scott say that crime and violence is down because, again, where he implemented his gun violence reduction strategy, crime and violence is up. So is non fatal shootings, and so are homicides. And so, of course, you're not going to have many people in the mainstream media uh, here point that out. But it is true. And so right now you're looking at 22 homicides in the district uh, or in District 13, I should say, uh, for 2023. And, of course, you also had 72 non-fatal shootings. Now, those were very high numbers, extremely high. But Mayor Scott will never mention those. I want you to take a listen to this audio clip because Councilman, Antonio Glover is speaking out I don't quite agree with him but uh, we'll talk about that afterwards take a listen
6: Councilman Glover says for his part he is doing what he can to help curb Juvenile crime in this district including successfully fighting to reopen the Collington Square Rec Center Which had been closed for about 10 years run now by the community but tonight still concerned after the shooting of another juvenile city councilman Antonio Glover on Harwell Avenue near Erdman Avenue in East Baltimore on the block in his district where someone shot a 17 year old boy in the face. Our community shouldn't have to deal with this uh, type of violence in our community. The shooting happened just before seven o'clock Tuesday night. The boy lived. Police say he approached officers patrolling the area nearby on Bel Road, told them He'd been shot. One of the city's latest acts of gun violence involving juveniles, whether a perpetrator or in this instance, a victim.
5: It's disturbing. And it's disturbing to the community. When I think of things like that, I think about, you know, all the young people that live here in our community.
6: The gunfire erupted about a five-minute walk from the Baylor Edison Safe Street site, part of the city's featured crime intervention program. This location shut down in October amid an FBI investigation of staffers. Councilman Glover. We're putting monies into uh, programming that are not working. Not blaming Safe Streets for the shooting, but he is among city leaders with concerns recently about the organization's transparency, notably with LifeBridge Health Center for Help, which manages the Bel Air Edison location.
2: All right, and again, that's Councilman Antonio Glover, and he is the councilman for District 13. A couple of takeaways here. Now, Councilman Glover, I don't know if you heard there, but, you know, he did talk about taxpayer dollars. And he did say that he's not blaming Safe Streets for the shooting. uh, But he is concerned because, of course, that the organization is uh, notably not transparent. And uh, he said even when when they try to turn to LifeBridge Health Center for help, uh, they don't get any transparency from LifeBridge either. Now, I would love to know why LifeBridge, and I've, I've asked this before, why are they so invested in Safe Streets? Right? Why are they so invested? Why? Because LifeBridge is a very reputable organization. They don't have to be involved in any of this stuff, they don't have federal investigations at LifeBridge. Why are they so invested? Well, you look at the numbers, like I said, the uh, homicides and the non-fatal shootings are up. I would think that when LifeBridge signed on and to uh, help manage the Safe Street's location in the Western District, I would think that that was, you know, to hopefully guarantee uh, to see some kind of decline that hasn't happened. And now on top of it, they have the federal raid there at that specific location. So what is LifeBridge getting out of it besides money? And is the money really worth it? I I just can't imagine that it is. Now, of course, we did hear that the FBI raid is, is allegedly possibly because of a link between that specific safe streets location and the black gorilla family gang. So that's again alleged, we still don't know. We still will have to await and hear what the FBI has said. That that source or that allegation did come from Fox 45's McKinsey Frost. Uh, around the time of the raid back in October. Uh, but she said that it was still obviously alleged. I, I did listen there to Councilman Antonio Glover. and This is where I want your feedback. 410-WCBM-680. 410-922-6680. He talked about taxpayer dollars going into Safe Streets and other programs that just aren't working. But as you noted there, what he wanted to see the tax dollars go towards? More rec setters. Why are we still spinning this wheel? Am I the only one getting very frustrated with the fact that not a single city council member has an idea on how to clean up the crime and violence that will actually work? You know, Councilman Glover, I like the fact that you're speaking out about the lack of transparency with safe streets. But at the same time, we know for a fact now the rec centers aren't working. We already know this. You have empty rec centers across the city that are open. One of those is Harlem Park. We already know this. Why are they calling for more rec centers? This is not 1998 or 1999 where kids like to hang out at the rec centers. You're in 2024 now. That's not what kids want to do. Why do we keep spinning in this hamster wheel? Does not a single person have an innovative or creative idea? Nobody has a solution. Did you really run for office? And not come up with one idea on how to curb the crime and violence, especially amongst juveniles? Really? You all just say we need more rec centers? I'm sorry, but this is pathetic. There's got to be a real solution here. I mean, hold them accountable. Hold the parents accountable. We've heard before how some people is calling and saying, look, if the person's under 18, maybe we should lock the parents up as well. Look, figure it out. How many people have called this show and said uh, all of those that are on government assistance? If you took away government assistance from a family that had a juvenile or more than one that was constantly in and out of the detention centers, in and out of the system, guess what? They would get their act together. And I 100% believe that. 100%. You start messing with people's money, done, over. But nobody seems to be coming up with any other idea in city council in Baltimore City. It's frustrating. But I don't mean to, you know, get on Antonio Glover's case, the councilman, because obviously I haven't seen much from him. Uh, I know that he's not very progressive like some of the others, like Ryan Dorsey or Christopher Burnett. But you got to have a better idea than this. And let's also just point out the fact that a rec center isn't going to make someone that is violent or a criminal not be violent or a criminal. Okay, this is a certain mindset. They're not just bored. And they're saying, oh, let me go carjack someone. You're not bored and say, let me go shoot a 17 year old in the face. There's other things going on, so that, you know, and that's why these things are happening. It's not out of boredom. If that's the case, you would have more crime and violence in rural areas. You don't, do you? Do you know how boring it is in rural areas? I grew up in Akakik, I can tell you all about it. <laughs> we were bored, but we weren't committing crimes. I don't know. When you think about this, what can, what do you think we can do? Maybe we can help the councilman out. Maybe we can come up with a solution right here, right now. 410-WCBM-680, 410 If anything, I think we're just kicking the can down the road. And to open up more rec centers, knowing that some of them are, all, are already empty across the city. I mean, that, that's what's so wild to me. It doesn't work. We've seen that it doesn't work. But we continue to do it. If you want to weigh in via text, you can. If you haven't already, download the uh, WCBM app. Just go to the App Store, type in WCBM, and uh, the app will pop right up. It is free to download. You can text me right through that app. It comes here uh, in the text line. I just wish we had better ideas, and I wish we had other solutions. And I do agree with the councilman that uh, we are wasting taxpayer dollars time and time again. You know, the next hour, we will talk about the budget. And I don't know if you heard this, but Governor Westmore is putting $50 million into revitalizing the vacant homes in Baltimore City. Now, of course, Mayor Brandon Scott did at one point in time have his hands on $641 million of the American Rescue Plan money, but he didn't use that money for that. Remember, he just gave it to a bunch of friends and nonprofits, and $50 million of that, right? It's interesting, it's the same amount. $50 million of that went to Safe Streets. When it sounds like he could have used that money for vacant housing. We still don't have any data from Safe Streets. So we have no idea if it works. He tells us that it does. We heard before Shante Jackson left, as the executive director of Monzi, she said, well, you can't actually, there's no way for you to really figure out exactly how they're helping, right? You, you can't, you can't actually, you know, crunch numbers when it comes to mediating conflicts. And then they'll tell us what? Oh, we, well, they, they mediated 764 conflicts this year. Really? tell us give us examples they won't do it they won't do it and again it goes back to life bridge is it really just the money life bridge is that why you're involved would would it be great to have a whistleblower from safe streets it would, all it would take is one whistleblower you probably would have to put them in witness protection but one whistleblower could change the entire dynamic I, uh, I agree personally with a lot of you that says, you know, at this point, take away the government assistance. Take it away. If you have uh, one family that's on government assistance and this individual, say this, uh, maybe he's about 14, 15 years old, if he's in and out of juvie, if he's carjacking people, if he's stealing automobiles, take away the assistance. You you will not have and We've seen the videos, right? Because Fox 45 goes out and does a report. You have parents that will say, I, just, I can't do anything with my teenager. My 14-year-old daughter, she doesn't stay in the house. I even tried it. What does that one woman say? She said, I gave her the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> it's like the blind leading the blind sometimes, right? But it's like, okay, well, you know, you say that you don't have the authority over your child, but you do. You're the parent. This is your responsibility. But in a city like Baltimore, where you had so much government overreach for decades, there are a lot of parents out there that do believe that their kid really isn't their responsibility. I said this years ago when I started serving breakfast at schools. I said, wait a minute. So these people get government assistance. They get food stamps. Not only are they getting free lunch at school, you're now giving them free breakfast? What? You're telling me with the food stamps and the things that parents receive, they can't make some eggs in the morning? I, now I, I told you this before, I used to ask my dad, how is it the people that get money from the government, How how is it that they get free lunch and we have to pay? And he said, Kimberly, that's a great question. Because you're actually, you're getting money to be able to pack a, a school lunch for your child, yet you don't pack anything. And then your kid gets to school and gets a free breakfast and free lunch. How does that even, how does that even work out? The math isn't mathing. But it's a great way to finally hold people accountable. Really. I got a text here from Anthony. It says, first time, the parents should get a warning. Second offense, the parents should lose their welfare and forced to pay restitution and possible jail time. Anthony, that's where I am. Because otherwise, they're going to go around and around in circles. It's time for tough love. It really is. You mess with some of these people's money, done. These kids will not be on the streets. You won't have to implement a curfew. They will be home. Now, I understand that some of them don't have the best living conditions, but this is why I would love to see, you know what I would love to see, some of those guidance counselors back in the schools where kids could go and kind of confide to those counselors what's going on at home. Uh, If you recall, uh, guidance counselors are, some of the schools still have them, but not many of them do. Uh, When there were budget cuts, a lot of the guidance counselors were also cut. And I thought that was a travesty because usually the guidance counselor helps you what? Uh, Path your future. Right. Usually they help you, whether it's applying to colleges, Uh, a guidance counselor will assist you in knowing whether or not college is even right for you. And a lot of times uh, many of the kids don't have, you know, that kind of mentor or that person to speak to at home. So at least a guidance counselor can help them, because even when I went to school, I don't know if you guys have had the same thing, but when I went to school uh, and that was back in the 90s, (laughs) when I went to school, a lot of our guidance counselors, even like some of the troubled kids, I mean, they would have the, uh, the Army recruiters there. You know, they would have all these recruiters, whether it's the police ca- academy. They would make sure that after high school, even the trouble kids would have an opportunity to get themselves together and to become successful. They don't do that anymore. And if, if I'm paying all this money, right, because there's a lot of tax dollars coming out of uh, everybody here in the state of Maryland and also on the federal level that go into Baltimore City. If I have to pay all this money, I would love to have people in these schools Helping these kids plan out their future so that they actually become successful and contributing members of society. We don't have that. We took that out like we took out the Pledge of Allegiance. We took out everything that made sense. Did you notice that? Now we have uh, sexually explicit books. (laughs) Meanwhile, a lot of the kids can't even read. So I don't know why they're there anyways. (laughs) Why are they on the shelves? They can't read them. All right. If you have a solution, text me and let me know. Uh, Coming up next, I do want to talk about... Uh, what's going on currently for former State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. Today was a big day for her, so we'll discuss that and more coming up next.
4: Turn up your radio. Here's
0: the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Uh, As of now, according to NPR in Boston, nearly 4,000 Democratic voters have switched their affiliation to Republican or undeclared ahead of the primary, according to the New Hampshire's Secretary of State's office by blaming Nikki Haley in any way for this. No, I am not. I've not seen any evidence that she's actively or her campaign is actively involved in, in doing this. But it's happening and it's it's been the way New Hampshire works for a long time. That would be certainly one way to try and game the system and use the system in one's benefit. But when you have 4000 Democratic voters that switch their affiliation to Republican or undeclared ahead of the primary, uh, is it so Are they following the the advice of people like David Plouffe? Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Finding great candidates to hire can be like,
3: well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
4: The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash free. That's ziprecruiter.com slash free ziprecruiter.com slash free
7: when your back pain is your foot's fault this is dean's story
3: it was affecting me when i walked which is a kind of a common activity
7: dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the
3: you know what at first i just sort of ignored it but eventually everything catches up to you
7: physically and mentally
3: back pain affects your mood it really does
7: But that's not the only connection Dean made.
3: A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine.
7: But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose.
3: They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back.
7: Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known,
3: but I found out in the nicest
8: possible way.
1: See how arch supports work for you with a free fitting.
8: The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today,
4: or just stop by. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about Rescue Supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking Rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored Rescue Supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. And the best part right now you get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now to get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life. Or call 800-26-ALIVE, that's 800-262-5483, to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res qlife and get 50% off recommended products today.
0: A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. These are important moments, and this is news. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM.
2: All right, coming up next in the 10 o'clock hour, we are going to talk about the governor's budget. I'm sure many of you want to weigh in on that one, so definitely uh, keep the number handy, 410-WCBM-680. 410-922-6680. A lot of changes there. Uh, The Department of Juvenile Services, well, guess what? They got more money. Uh, I think that's exactly what they wanted. And I have uh, the, the hiring of Vincent Chiraldi. I think I had that all wrong. We're going to talk about that at 10 o'clock. Also, I do have some inside scoops here uh, on the uh, Baltimore Sun. And of course, with David Smith, who just acquired it, along with his partner, Armstrong Williams. Uh, so I spoke to Armstrong this morning. And so I'll give you uh, some, some info on that. A lot of people are wondering what they're going to do over there at the Sun. And so, yeah, I, I know what they're trying to do. And you might like it. So we'll talk about that coming up next as well. Uh, Jury selection is now underway in Marilyn Mosby's second federal trial. This time, the former city state's attorney is facing multiple charges of mortgage fraud. Prosecutors say Mosby made false statements on loan applications for two Florida homes she purchased during the pandemic. If found guilty, she could face decades in federal prison. Now, many of us have talked about this before. I don't know why she isn't trying to work on a plea deal. Maybe she still will try to do so. Uh, but just so you know, jury selection is underway today. So we'll keep our eye on that. Also, don't forget, at 11 o'clock hour, we joined by Delegate Nino Mangiotti and Patriot Barbie, two great guests at 11 o'clock hour, along with playing Who Said That? At 1125-ish, you also get, uh, besides bragging rights, you also get uh, Maryland scratched off lottery tickets as well. And, of course, then I get to talk to you. You get to talk to Producer Brian. Why Producer Brian doesn't talk over the mic here, I don't know. Uh, if you got to know him and knew how funny he was, you would you would really enjoy him. You really would. Brian, that's a hit there. Okay? Just dropping that there. All right. going up next, we're talking about the uh, proposed budget from Governor Westmore.
7: <sighs> Life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on. Calling all the shots. Checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income it's still about waking up too early interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business and then there's workplace accidents people are busy they're distracted they're tired and they always have something new to deal with 500 degree ovens fresh concrete in a three-foot trench relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainville's rusty nails clouds of sawdust danger lurks around every corner what are workers gonna do How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations.
0: WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening.